Welcome, my friends, to Scrime Europe of the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And Dennis is... We're about to solve your problem and De- problems. And Dennis is about to solve the problem of lacking both hydration and energy. Dennis, what, mm. you, what you got there, my friend? Checking on a barren power play brought to you by Red Bull. Yep, you are... Oh, can we start doing segments? Can we do Shark Tales brought to you by Red Bull? That's very good. I don't know that. I mean, it's, at the moment, the whole podcast is brought to you by... Channel5.com, but oh yeah, I was like, why don't we do jokes about a bunch of sponsors all the time? I was like, because oh, we have other sponsors, you idiots. We have real sponsors. <laughs> but listen, if you're... I think like our sponsorship rates to begin with, if you want to get on the ground floor, Dennis, let's have them crazily low. Can like I tell you this? If we, were, if we were selling these sponsorships on the street, we would have wavy, arm, wavy wacky arm infl- inflatable tube men out mm-hmm. the front. That's how low our prices are, right? I wonder... Um- Okay, we're going to shoot ourselves in the foot because Sean Farwell's going to come back and be like, guys, you're selling sponsorships for a dollar for all this yeah. other stuff. We, yeah. we need to renegotiate and go back to the table. Okay, maybe that's not going to work. Anyway, if you want a sponsorship, if you want a sponsorship on, on Scrimey River, it's a special one-time offer. Get in touch now. And, you know, it'll be bloody Dave's Lawn Care next week. Oh, oh what? Well, <laughs> Servicing four, the greater four, Dandenong four, area. It's Dave's Lawn Care. Four seasons of landscaping. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, while Dennis cracks open a cold one with the boy, um, unfortunately, there was no one in the fridge, so it is a lukewarm one with the boy. It's a, a lukewarm one with the boy. Uh, we're going to crack open this podcast with the uh, the boys and girls and, and everyone else who is uh, tuned in this week. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Smart. Great to have your company. Uh, as ever, this episode, as they all are, brought to you by ChannelFireball.com. dot um, And Dennis, I'm excited because I uh, received my Commander League boxing box. League in, kit of Commander. Ah, boxing. is that what you did to avoid the Commander Boxing League box? No, no, it's Commander Boxing League kit, I believe. Which came in a box. Yes. Now, Dennis, do Commander. I have to return the box? No, and the peanuts, delicious peanuts, are all yours. I Riley was literally joke. on the call with me when he got it, and he opened it, and he went, peanut, uh, they opened it, a bunch of packing peanuts, turned it towards the camera, and went, oh, already ate. No breakfast. bueno. Already had breakfast. <laughs> um, but no, I got it. It's very exciting, and it's uh, a, it's a lot of... Colourful cardboard for, mm. for like, not a lot of money. It's a lot of colourful cardboard, Dennis. So the way it works is you get a box of your choosing of the selection. Uh, you and just all, obviously just pick Commander Legends. Like, there are other ones, but, like, obviously just pick Commander Legends. Yeah. But go ahead. And you crack the box, you build a Commander deck out of it, and then every mm-hmm. week you add six packs of a different set mm-hmm. to, like, spice Sent it up. Sent to you. Sent to you by Channel 5. It all comes in the original first package, yeah. Yep. So you, yep, I, think yep, you get, I think it's, I want to say it's, it's five weeks worth. Uh, so you get it, yeah. You get a Coria, you get Dominaria, and you get Ravnica, I think. Um, but I got the obviously get the Commander Legends one until they sell out. Then you'll have to get one of the other ones. Um, but it's like two hundred thirty bucks, I think. And sorry, two hundred twenty nine ninety nine. Um, mm. And you, yeah, you get the box. Also, and you get like a playmat. I got a Vendillion Click playmat as well. Yep, which and promos not, and stuff. Which is just to, like an actual good playmat as well. You know. Um, let me do. Let me, yeah. do let, me, let me do my job and actually read the damn listings, Riley. Yeah, read the actual <laughs> ad copy that's been carefully written out. So there's five um, different versions. There's one with the Commander Legends box. There's one with the Dominaria box. One with the Nicoria box. One with the Radical Legions box. One with the Magic Core 2019 box. And they're different mm-hmm. prices. Uh, the Commander Legends and the Dominaria are more expensive than the other ones. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you get three, like eighteen other boosters basically. Yep. You get a bunch of promos: promo land, lightning bolt, soul ring, path deck exile, playmat, deck box, sleeves, yep. rel- ultra relic tokens. Yeah, it's pretty good actually. And then yeah, yeah every two good. You get the whole kit and caboodle. <laughs> and caboodle. And then both. every Tuesday around right, between three and ten PM Pacific. Mm-hmm. Hang out. Come hang out on the Channel Bubble Discord for a little, little commander box on the games night. Could play against me. Could have your, your teeth kicked in by the one and only Ronnie Night Night. Did you get the um extra uh pack we sent to just the influencers that gives you all the powerful cards so you win? Yeah, you I'll cut, obviously I'll cut this bit out. But yeah, yeah I got all the there. um I got the, the monomythic pack as well. So yeah, that's fine. I'll just I'll just sprinkle them in. That's fine. Don't worry about that. Excellent. Thanks very much for that. Oh, I'm going to have a win. Let me just, just so you know to cut yeah, it out. Just you know, so I know yeah, when yeah. to cut that stuff out. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame that Channel 5 was rigging the event in this way, but I guess, hey, you just got to do It's really weird because there's no prizes as well. It's, it's funny. I think it's a strange thing to do. I guess it's just a massage our inflated ego. It's just a pride, it's just a pride thing. We can't really yeah. sell CFP Pro if our players keep losing all the time. You know, it is what it is. That's true. Yeah, I guess it's just to make you guys look good and bloody, bloody hell. I mean, we all know I, know I need all the help I can get mm-hmm. when it comes to doing that. Even Commander, I'll stuff it up. Anyway. We should get um, back to it. <clears throat> what do you want to do next? Just Shark Tales? Yeah, it's just a Shark Tales. Shark Tales, all right. Anyway, channelfiber.com, head over there and uh, you'll be able to pick it up for a steal coupon code NIGHT when you do it, of course. Don't forget about that. Smart, but we'll... This right. is that, that, yes, as featured on the podcast, podcast Smart. Podcast Smart, code Smart. Coupon code NIGHT. Code Riley Smart. Knight, host. Dennis Smart. Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> 
changed my name. Oh, dear. I've got to tell you about something, actually. So, I've been running this gag, right, about Mm -hmm. how night is the most convenient and shortest code to use, right? Now, obviously, it's a very funny gag because it gets lots of people immediately going, um, well, actually, because obviously there's other people. There's Voxy, there's Smart, there's Gabby, LSV, LVD, right? So, there's a lot of problems with it. LR? No, really? I think think they might have a code for LR. There's just LR. So, I just need code R. (laughs) That's what you got. (laughs) One keystroke. Anyway. Can you, your code is no code your code is empty characters that's good can i get that yeah i think that's taken <laughs> i've seen my affiliation card, my affiliate stuff the roof. anyway i raided ethan right mm-hmm. lord tupperware whose last name is sax s-a-k-s like i don't know why he's gone, he's gone for lord tupperware instead anyway i was in the chat he was busy he's in the middle of like an intense game limit or whatever and so i'm talking i'm talking nonsense in the chat and at one point, I'm like, anyway, uh, uh, be sure everyone to use coupon code NIGHT at checkout. Like, a gag. Obviously, yeah. that's a pretty ordinary thing to do if, if it's not a joke, right? Like, because you're eating into someone else's income. But I, thought it was, I just thought it was, it was a funny gag. Because then I was like, oh, you know, who's got time to type out Lord, Lord Tup or whatever, right? Anyway, he then looks in the chat, doesn't see all my previous messages, just sees me having a go at his name. And he's like, yeah, right. Like, Riley Cree Tower is any shorter to type, you idiot. And I was like... Oh no, he just thinks I'm being a huge jerk. <laughs> he just thinks I'm being real nasty to him. So, so I'd, like to, I'd like to officially apologize to uh, to Ethan, to Lord Tupperware. Um, and I'd like to offer him, you know, my my humblest uh, and most contritionative, contrition, I'd like to cont- do a contortion show for him. Um, but I will not go so far as to say you should use Lord Tupperware because honestly, who's got the time? You, be, you should be warned at those that this is at home that uh, mm. Riley's humblest is not all that humble. So I just want you to say expectations appropriately. I think I'm more humble than you are. I can't believe you think you're more humble. We've had this discussion so many times and you always end up agreeing that I'm the more humble out of the two of us. It's fine. I, 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 I don't mind. Like, we can just move past. I'm, I'm more humble. We, I don't we need to focus on too much. We don't need to talk. Like, I, I, you know what? I agree. We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to talk just, about it. We know that I'm the most humble. It's fine. Yeah, like, it doesn't really matter. It, doesn't know, be, it just hasn't been a discussion. Proves look, in the pudding. Everybody knows at home. It's fine. Dennis, I'm going to... I'm. So I, look, right. I'm happy to concede. This, I'm happy exactly. To move on I'm happy to move That's on. That's it. Perfect. I'm happy to move on. As long as we agree, because we agree that I'm the humblest, that's fine. We can just move on. We can just move on. Woohoo! Shark Tales. We did the opposite one. It's the remix, Dennis. It's woohoo! Shark Tales. Woohoo! Shark Tales. We got a season desist from Disney XD. The Dave. Not just any. Not just any. But the Dave. Only Shark Tale of the Week, Riley. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to hear more, and we want to hear more Shark Tales. Mm. Times you've been sharked, times you got sharked, times you got attacked by a shark. That'd be a hell of a story. That if you've actually got, well, look, we, it doesn't have to be magic related. <laughs> I mean, goodness knows the rest of the podcast isn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we why we draw the line here. Uh, anyway, what's the Dave been up to? The Dave Riley says almost ten years ago, a friend opened a Jace the Mind Sculptor. Nice. This was amazing. Since he loved control and mill strategies, but he had joint MTG collection with a friend of his who traded the Jace for two Bainstar Angels behind oh. his back. My friend never recovered from this. Yeah, this is terrible. I mean, this he, is when Baneslayer Angel was, was officially known as Wallet Slayer Angel because it was like, what, $50 each yeah, or something? They saw your, the, basically, his business manager in like a, <laughs> yeah. got, a, got sharked on the back end. Yep. Years later, I opened a Jace the Mind Sculptor myself when it was reprinted and happily traded to my friend for an Expedition Watery Grave and a couple of blood gas. I'm not sure why the Dave included that part. That was not a particularly altruistic thing well, to I'm do. Just, I'm just wondering, like, how many sharks, it, maybe this is Shark's Tales. Because there are so many. Sh- I mean, who's there? Are, like, first of all, being sharked by the person who you have a joint collection with. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a. F- well, I wouldn't no, ever have get, a joint collection. I mean, are you getting sharked? The guy's still losing. He has just a joint collection. The guy's still losing the card. I guess he maybe he doesn't care about it. So this is a this is a sh- this is this is a fish who's gone up and offered themselves to the shark. Well, it's of- tricky. It's this. This is about relative value, right? If you mm-hmm. and I share a collection, but I don't care about certain parts of it, those are worth less to me than they are to you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's I don't like I don't like a joint collection. I don't no, like that weird. idea. I don't think I'd even like yeah, And then you break up, you have to invoice them for all the cards, it's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't like that. Later on, opening a giant Jason Mind Sculptor and trading it for an expedition water grave and a couple of bloodgasts. That's Here, here's the long play, Riley. Go on. Uh, you let's say you and a friend of yours named Phil. Okay, Phil. Have a joint collection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know you really care about Jason the Mind Sculptor. Yeah. And I go, hey, Phil. You f- oh, you're, you're going after Phil. Okay. Yeah. I go, hey, Phil, I want you to trade that just in my sculptor away for yeah. two Bainslayer Angels. Yeah. Because I know Ryder really wants it. Yeah. And cares about it. And I want to yeah. screw him. You want, want to hurt, right? You want to vex me, yeah. And then eight years later, yeah. 
pays off because I get a Jace Divine Sculpt. I'm like, mm, mm. this has the most powerful kind of value to Riley. Sentimental value. Yeah. I see well, the sentimental value a decade ago. And now I can get an expedition water and a couple of blood gas out of it. Okay. I'll tell you this. First of all, the most powerful value for me is not sentimental value. It is just Edible. money, money value. But um, <laughs> you know what I care about is money, Dennis. Um, but you think this is the long con? You think this is a long game? I'm just, I'm, I, I, I'm going full conspiratorial subreddit here. I'm Some just kind of laying out the facts. You make up your mind, dude. Bloody Xanatos Gambit yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm going to go very long on Jace, not just when it comes to money, but also when it comes to sentimentality. Yeah, we're going full MTG in on here. This is a lot. I don't think, I don't think, um, I guess there are some people who do that sort of stuff. It makes me wonder what ta- kind of tangled web. If I didn't know you better, Dennis, if I didn't know you better as a man who is uh, probably on the wrong side of the lazy spectrum to organize this sort of thing, <laughs> I would not be surprised to, fi- to know that you have a lot of pots on the boil. I prefer to characterize my laziness as efficiency. No, I, no, no we're, in, we're in perfect agreement. We're in perfect mm-hmm. harmony on this. There's a quote, I, it's often attributed to Bill Gates in the same way that most quote, quotes are attributed to either him or Albert Einstein or like Darth Vader. I don't think this one was Darth Vader, um, who said, I would rather hire a lazy man to do a complicated job because the lazy man will find the easiest way to do it. Easiest way to do it, rebel scum. Yeah, yeah. That's the that easiest way to do quote. it. <laughs> yeah. And also, also Carthage must fall. It was, uh, it was, an yeah, ancient, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, what was his name? David Press? No, not. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Carthage Delenda Est. I can't remember who, who said that one. Anyway, anyway, um, I, uh, you and I are in, in perfect harmony when it comes to laziness. Mm-hmm. Like laziness what, is efficiency, right? By, I'm just a, an uglier name. And I don't think you have... Oh, maybe you do love to vex me. I do love to vex you. I wonder if you have what long cons you've got cooking up, Dennis. I don't know. I'm not patient. It's the problem. That's true. I think if you had a long con, it would be like, oh, I'm going to get right. I've, I've had this thing. I've had this thing going for so long and it's going to take ages to come to fruition. It's like, oh, when are you getting him? Oh, later on today on the call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about this thing last night. I've been sitting on it for ages. Yeah, yeah. That's me all over, dude. Instant yeah. gratification all the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I don't think this quick. is particularly sharky. I think, I mean, you could argue the other guy who managed the collection got sharked out of his yeah. chase. Yeah. But it's, at, the it's time, pro- at the time, probably not. Uh, trading a Jace for a to, for two Bane Slayers is probably okay. I don't know. I know that Bane Slayer was like fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. So Jace is. I mean, if Jace's price was anything like it is these days, what is it now? An eighty, hundred, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think there's a time where those could have come pretty close. Feels bad in hindsight. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty, and in twenty in in like three weeks it's gonna be twenty twenty one. We didn't get enough gear. Out of, we didn't get enough mileage out of that. There day. was a lot going on this year, man. <laughs> like we, I really thought that was going to be this year's thing. Hindsight is twenty twenty, you know. And it's probably maybe only one of the top three things about this year. Not even, dude. Not even. <laughs> like this, this, this year has been dominated by a disease that isn't even named after the year. It's named after the previous year. It's yeah, named after got, the previous that, year. You want to talk about sharking? Yeah, COVID nineteen sneaking in there right at the end of twenty twenty's lunch. COVID nineteen uh, sneaking in there right at the end of November last I year. I think just the like humanity's dumb obsession with like things that are neat or cool or funny or whatever, right? Like the fact, like I think, like there's no reason that twenty twenty is any different from any other like celestial rotation, right? There's a trend on TikTok right now about how beautiful your birthday is. Yeah, people love that sort of thing, and I think a lot of people have put a lot of stock into twenty twenty. Like Riley, what's your what's your birthday written out 16, the European way? Sixteen oh five, nineteen eighty nine. Okay, and Ver- what's your there's no? And like, what's your? And your email address is probably RileyQuarryTower at gmail And what's your mother's maiden name? <laughs> anyway, if you give me any four digits from your credit card, let's just say the last four. What would they? Just be? The last four. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You've you've read the wrong side. Flip it over for me. Read those ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, um, I think a lot of people had stock in like 2020 just because it is an, a year that sounds nice, you know, 2020. Well, everyone had a terrible year last year. And they're like, oh, can't wait for 2020 to be great. Yeah, Because a bunch was- of celebrities died last year. Yeah, but then like 2018 and 2017 and 2016 also kind of kicked a lot of people in the guts. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of celebrities died last year. A bunch of just people died this year. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Which is <laughs> arguably worse. From a certain perspective, Dennis. Yeah, like Roddy, uh, how, how many, how many, how many average people are worth one celebrity? That's Trolley problem. Difficult. That's difficult. Yeah, that's difficult. Several, like you, you're, you're a very popular magic gathering streamer personality. You're probably worth three or four 
Mortals, right? Oh, that's very generous of you. Thank you very much. Three, what, wait, hang on. What? Three or four what? Mortals. Oh, I thought you said three or four thousand. Is that, <laughs> is that all you put me at? Three or four? I think so, probably. Oh, jeez. I forgot the established fiction where I have to pretend to be humble here. Um, got him! We got him! We've got some actual, uh, we've got some actual advice questions, Dennis. Um, the first one comes to us from Sean. Mm-hmm. Which Sean? Oh, uh, that's Sean. Oh, very good. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, I have a question. I need help with, in that no way has anything to do with magic. Well, Sean, you've come to the right place. Um, I work for a digital marketing web developer comp- company, and we're getting increasingly inundated with this new with new business. Must be nice. Uh, my boss is constantly on the phone all day. He's holding his iPhone in front of his face, talking on speakerphone, including Dennis, during potty breaks, number ones. And number twos, flushing, hand-washing, voiding. You can hear it all. He does this while on the phone with employees and clients alike. Should I confront him that this is probably not a good idea? Should I accept the fact that he's doing this out of desperate need? Should I leave well enough alone? Sean, what kind of bizarro universe do you live in where your boss is talking to you on the phone while busting a grumpy? All right, right, I got a solution here. Okay, Dennis... You, no, you got us last week with this, right? I had. I want to get at least some comedy mileage out of this before you tell us what the answer is. Okay, I thought, first of all, I thought this was going to be a digital marketing question. I was like, ooh, I have a master's in this. Yeah. Like, I was ready to go. And then I was like, nah, yeah. it's about no, it's your boss question. busting a grump on the phone. I, Clients. Like, so, so this is something that has emerged. Again, we talk about 2020. This is something that has emerged this year, right? The, the relaxing of certain professional standards as everyone has sort of transitioned to working towards home. For oh, example, my God. In my head, they were still in an office. Oh, no. That's what <laughs> and he's sitting in a stall. I mean, like, yeah, the cute through projections are... Yeah. Like, while someone's in the stall next to him. No, dude. No, well... He's, okay, like, marching around the office being like, Diane, Diane, I can't do it. Like, I was... That's- <laughs> no, well, okay, maybe that's it. But in my head, it's like, oh, hang on, I just um, let me let me loop the boss in real quick. Get them to join... Yeah, get, uh, get him to join the Zoom call. Oh, he's... Got his underpants around his ankles and he's currently, you know, in the middle of a dishonorable discharge. No, that, but this is something that I think is this year has seen, right? Like, it's, oh, yeah. It's, you know, now, for example, You're I'm in recording, the bathroom this recording this podcast in my pajamas, which last year, whoo, never would have, never would have I mean, done you've that. Always from, you've always worked from home. You're a bad example. And I just like the fact that now reality, the rest of the world is coming in line with what my accept, accept the sounds are. But this sort of stuff has slipped, right? Mm-hmm. You could turn up to work scruffy, no, sh- without a, you know, if without having shaven, without having a, um, you know, a nice haircut, that sort of stuff. Because pandemic, you're at home, you're locked down. But we're now getting to the point where, you know, people Overshot, like oh, overshot, okay. over, overshot the runway a little. I, Dennis, I don't like the fact that we're at the point where the boss is taking a call on the toilet. That's not. It's. I mean, even as you know, working in the bathroom, Riley lives this best life. I'm not. I'm not doing that one. I'm have, not- you, well, have you ever taken a phone on the toilet? A call phone on the toilet? I think I have, and I had to be really quiet because it was a really important call, and I was I was in the middle. It was like a um, it was years ago. It was to do with university, mm-hmm. and um, it was like I had to take this call, and I knew it was ringing. I'm like I'm not like missing this call because then I'll have to call back and do it. It's just Whole too thing, much, right? Yeah. So I just clenched and stopped. And hope they didn't notice how echoey the room that I was in was. Mm. It was. I knew it was going to be a long call. I knew it was like a, it was like a, I needed to get some stuff confirmed for my course. So I knew it was just like, okay, what's your name? What's your blah, 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 good like that? It was going to be five minutes tops. So I just sat there with a dirty ass and talked to them about like which course God. load I was taking <laughs> while you were dropping your load off. <laughs> exactly, I was picking up a new load at university while dropping off a new uh, an old one in the uh, uh, on the on the Danois. What about you, Dennis? Um, I'd rather not discuss that kind of thing in the podcast. That's okay. Okay. Wow. Got him. Got I mean, him. what got a him. power move you got. Yeah, sure. You 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 caught me with my pants down. So to speak. damn right, I did. Uh, right, I wouldn't I be think- surprised if Dennis. No, no, Dennis. I would not be surprised if you were the sort of person who it meant absolutely nothing to. If your phone rang, if you got a, a Zoom call, you, I'm pretty sure that you would just be like, yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm doing. I'm living my best life. I don't care what people think. I'm on the toilet right now. Are you really? Well, it's quite an elaborate setup you have in your bathroom. <laughs> Green screen, maybe. <laughs> oh, dear. So my solution was predicated on this being in an office, but I think it still helps. Okay, go. Two-part solution. Mm-hmm. One part, buy your boss a Bluetooth headset. It will at least... And can't shoot to his house. It will at least reduce the percentage of the call that is poo noises. Yeah, yeah. And second of all, 
If you, you so you, you want to raise it, you think it's weird, totally understand. New email address. Bosspoos at hotmail.com. Yeah. Email him from that email address anonymously. Hey. That's it. That's actually it. Got yep. a bit of an issue here. Yep. Some people in the office have been talking about this. I wanted to raise it anonymously in a way that didn't embarrass you. Or, even worse, as a client. You get a disposable email, right? And you email and say, hey, um, I'm, I'm writing this anonymously because I don't want to damage our business relationship, our valued business relationship. But it has made me very uncomfortable to be on the phone to you at times as, as you know, as one of your clients and hear that you are well, Right. If you're going to pose as engaged. somebody else, use this. Bump it all the way. Yeah. Um, you know, from the desk of former President of the United States Barack Obama, I've been yes. hearing you've been busting yeah. grumpies on the phone that's with clients. It. Not yeah. very American. No, that's it. You know what? Actually, probably very American. But Santa Claus at the North Pole. Very tis, good. Very tis good. Tis the season, Dennis. Tis, tis, tis the, the season. season. I've heard you've been, you know, pooing while doing business calls. It's not on. Do you want to be on the naughty list? It's going to land on the naughty list, exactly. Exactly. That's it. That's the naughtiest thing you can do, Dennis. What's the Australian Santa Claus? Is it like a kangaroo that throws presents or something through the window? Are you, are you, so I, we all know I don't like Christmas. I'll do a little bit. I'll humor you, Dennis. I'll do a little bit of Christmas chat because this is an interesting story. I remember, I remember very specifically the point at which I realized why Christmas is full of snow and cold stuff and people in warm and warm clothing that sort of stuff because in australia it's not december is the middle of the summer in australia december is the middle of the summer it's hot right so in my i so i I remember specifically what i was doing i had a jigsaw puzzle which had the seasons of the year right as a disney disney theme puzzle and the picture for december was goofy sweating in the sun and like wiping his forehead with his arm right as the sun beats it was localized it was localized of course it was localized right it was it was for the southern hemisphere fantastic and I remember doing that. And then I was like, hang on, wait one second. This Disney's American. I was like seven or eight, maybe. I was like, Disney's American. This must mm-hmm. have been specifically made for Australia. Because usually, it, like, all the, oh, that's why Christmas is all snowy. I think that's why you don't like Christmas. Because, no, no, do you want to hear my justification before, before I realize this, Dennis? I thought that the snow theme for Christmas, I thought they all like the snowflakes and everything else like that was just because Santa lived at the North Pole, and it's called the North Pole. Pretty reasonable, actually. Goofy's gone to the North Pole for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reasonable, reasonable. Lapland. Um, well, I think this might contribute to your dislike of Christmas. What, the fact that I, like, now I live in the North The fact Northern that your Hemisphere. Christmas is not the ordinary Northern Hemisphere Western Christmas. I hated Christmas forever, so, no. Right, right, but you were not, you never had the old, like, it's snowing outside, have a hot cup of cocoa, do 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 as a child. Um, but, but, I mean, a lot of Australians really like Christmas. Mm. We just have a very different idea of what it is. Like, Australians' Christmas is a... Have some delicious barbecue prawns. Delicious barbecue prawns. Um, oh, sometimes it's a cold din- uh, t- Christmas dinner. Like, you'll have cold meats. So so the weather's hot and the food is cold. I think, you'll have like I think you're missing off, it there. <laughs> you'll have, like, ham off the bone instead of, like, a roast turkey or something. you have ham off the bone and, and, and that sort of thing. Not everyone does that, but, you know, that's something. But it's, it's usually like... Uh, Uncle Bernard's asleep at two p.m. Yep, there are like, but but that not, sounds not, like Christmas. But no, no, but not asleep in front of the fire. Sorry, asleep on the lounge chair outside, yeah. <laughs> getting slowly sunburnt. You know, getting getting hotter than the ham. Yeah, exactly. As you know, as we set up a, a game of cricket in the backyard, or if it's really hot, you put the spring, spring, sprinkler on and run over the top of it. That sort of thing. Like it is so a very, bizarre. it's a very different vibe. It's like New Year's, right? It's like, New Year's. It's like July. It's like the Fourth of July in America. Fireworks, fireworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Year's is my favorite holiday. I love New Year's. I'm, I'm medium on New Year's. What was I going to say to you? It was related to this. Oh, did you see the thing that Americans do for Thanksgiving where they deep fry turkeys and burn their damn houses down? I, I, this was something that people were discussing with me on the stream. Someone's like, oh, a bit of deep fried turkey. I'm like, that sounds great. They're like, no, don't ever do that, Riley. I'm like, what? Really? Why? And apparently it's, it's to do with Incredibly the dangerous. It's the fats or something of the If turkey. it's frozen and there's water in it, that water expands. Yeah. If it's not fully defrosted, the water expands instantly when you put it into boiling oil. Right. And f- chucks a bunch of boiling oil out of the pot. Yes. Which flies out of your boiling pot onto your gas stove and ignites. Right. And then explodes in a, like, a literal, like, geyser of flame. What an American way to go, though, Dennis. Like, a bunch of fire. Someone someone tweeted a a compilation of a bunch of fire departments that, like, put videos together being like, here's what can happen if you deep fire your turkey wrong. And it's crazy. And so many of the replies are like, but I always do it right. And I'm like, how delicious is it? How delicious could it possibly be? Could it be worth it? Yeah, I mean, deep fire. What? Deep, uh, deep frying stuff's pretty. You live in good Scotland, mate. That's the that's the like home. I don't deep think things. there is a food that's made worse by deep frying it. Oreos are pretty bad deep fried. Are they really? 
Mm. So they sound like sounds like it'd be great. Sounds, sounds like fantastic. No, either no. Nikki's home from the shop or someone's breaking in. Okay, let's, would you let's like find go, out. Would you, would you like to go and find out? I'll yeah. keep them entertained if you like. Yeah, no, we can do the podcast. Hello, it's good. So, okay, so either Nikki's home from the shop or someone who sounds like Nikki's breaking in. <laughs> It's the perfect. It's the perfect crime, Dennis. It's the perfect crime. You're gonna go out there, and it's gonna be like a shapeshifter. Yeah. Well, then, then I got bigger problems, mate. <laughs> like- yes, actually. Yeah. Then the breaking in part becomes the secondary problem, and now the you know the whole super. We live in a world with monsters. In it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. That becomes my my housemate is now a mimic. Becomes the yeah. uh, the bigger problem. All, All right. right I got, got a question. question from Lord Daphne. Yes, this one is an actual uh, uh, magic advice question here, and uh, so yeah, hit us up, Dennis. What, what's going on with Lord, Lord Daphne? Daphne? Writes in to say hi, smart. I've got an actual advice question here that i could use some input on okay i love that they have to qualify that <laughs> yeah as i mentioned before my playgroup has a wide variety of in- investment in magic ranging from people who have one commander deck to play once a month to me who plays online consumes magic content as my biggest source of entertainment and all things like that my friends range all along the spectrum but i'm the only one who listens to podcasts oh, well you can i can my i say lord daphne what excellent taste in podcasts you have well, i would say lord daphne is an opportunity to get a couple more downloads on this podcast mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. we'll discuss that later um, this comes to a head during spoiler season when I'm listening to multiple set reviews and one of my buddies posts a terrible hot take about a new oh, card in the Discord. This is so bad. I often end up being the one saying, no, I don't think Party is going to break modern, really. <laughs> At which point a debate ensues. Oh, I try not to be an asshole in these conversations, but A, my friends are miserable at card evaluation, like all Magic players. No, no, not true, Dennis. No, Marshall and Luis used to get it right. Oh, that's like fair. They, they get it right so often that the, when they get it wrong, they can spin an entire podcast out of it. That's how yeah. rare it is for them to get stuff wrong, that they can get an entire week's content out of how wrong <laughs> they were about stuff. A, my friends are miserable at card evaluation, and B, it's not me who thinks they're wrong, it's LSV who thinks yeah, they're exactly. wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just telling them what the best players in the world think and say in their content. Yeah. I want to have these conversations. I love magic, and I like that my friends are excited about the new cards, but I feel like I'm being a patronizing magical asshole, and honestly, listening to people be aggressively wrong tilts me to no end. Any strategies strategies for navigating this social situation without feel-bads? Thanks. I mean, you could subscribe your friends to the Dennis Stranyak two-step program, two program for success. Could do what's that. that. What's that one again? Step one, git. Okay. And step two? Step two, available at channelpop.com slash pro. <laughs> Uh, no, but uh, this is I hard. Get, understand this, I never get sick of that joke. It is really hard and to be better at your friends than something to the point where it's not fun. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, to be more invested, yeah. to be more knowledgeable. I mean, I can't relate to that, Dennis. Like, let's any personal experience. Let's with that imagine we were playing Super Smash Brothers, for example. Okay, here it comes. Again. <laughs> I, mean, I do get sick of this one. I, I mean, I don't. Like, I like the do, the, the two strip uh, two strip program to magic uh, ones, but this joke, uh, Lord Daphne, I don't think it's. I, I think what you're asking is actually impossible. I hate this. I hate this so much because yeah. I like. I, I'm not exposed to this generally because, like, the uh, I guess we have like we've got a spoilers sub channel thing in my in my discord right, and people right, you're quick to be like oh maybe i'm wrong yeah that's the thing and I, I will back out of these arguments so fast i'll never dig my heels in right so if they're there being like oh no seriously like scourge of the sky claves well that's a bad example because that actually is seen playing modern what's another garbage mythic that uh, people were oh, up totally lost is gonna break modern you can put Some, stuff on top of people's libraries something yeah something like that or whatever and it's just like i i, I just disengage i'm just like all right yeah cool i guess we'll see you know, I but I understand this, right? Like it, it's tough being around people who are just so wrong about stuff all the time, and they never go back and recognize. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you partner say, didn't break modern. They never go back. Yeah, exactly. You know, they just sort of have this, and then it's on to the next sort of. And I think, like, I honestly, I don't. I, I, I agree with you, Dennis. I think the only real you're not going to be able to change these people's behaviors. Yeah, like I would love to be able to say, oh, maybe like start linking to some limited resources podcast or some of LSV's cube videos or whatever and start talking and try like yeah. level up your friends discussion and card evaluation abilities but this is not they're choosing to be this level invested in magic and that choice is defensible yeah. they don't see the you know it's a little bit of like a cave allegory thing they don't know how much they don't know yes and yes. without sounding like a patronizing magical asshole myself you are wanting to have a discussion with these people that they are not capable of having they're just not on your by, level by, by, by their choice they're, they're, yeah. they do not want to put in the time into magic because it doesn't spark pardon the pun as much in them as it does you and that's hard now what I think you can do is you can scratch that itch elsewhere channel 5 on Reddit, on discord on, on reddit on the discord things like yep. that absolutely mm-hmm. on twitter yep and keep the more you know lower level conversations for your you know friends that's fine um, but I understand your desire here, but I, I just don't think it's attainable without feels bad. Something that I've learned 
which has been a really important lesson for me over the years, and this is something that you know you can apply to all walks of life, is you just you just have to pick your battles. You have mm-hmm. to pick your battles. You can't save everyone, and you have to pick your battles. And at the end of the day, you're arguing about card, you know, cards with monsters. This is not, you know, we we've talked about, we've had a lot of people write in. This, you know, a little getting more serious than I thought it would be. But we've had people write in with problems they're having with friends, right? That usually relate to Magic: The Gathering, and a lot of it is because you know they're nerds, and nerds aren't often the most socially lubricated of people. And Dennis and sure. I can sit here and say, well, you know, we've we've got we've had experience. We you know we are of this ilk. Mm-hmm. We can understand how to navigate this sort of stuff. And, you know, if you've got a friend who is making poor social choices or being insufferable to be around because of reason X, Y, or Z, here are some strategies you can use to try to get them over the line. And, and often that's a good thing because you're helping them develop as a person. But Dennis made a really good point. It's not wrong of these people. Yeah, they're not idiots or lesser than. They're just not as interested. It's not wrong of these people to maintain a lower investment level in magic than you. It doesn't make them wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I think, Lord Daphne, here you've got to pick your battles. You've got to recognize that not only is trying to change them probably impossible, but also re- very unnecessary. Not that mm-hmm. That's not really the vibe I'm getting from the question, right? It's not because Lord Daphne's not being like, how can I get these idiots on my level? Lord Daphne's asking any strategies for navigating the social situation without feel bads. And, and I think it that- is, It is stop looking for this kind of discussion from these I people. I honestly think that's what it is. And, and this sucks. This feels like a cop-out, right? Like it feels like we're giving advice like, ah, too hard, put in the too hard basket. But I don't think that's what it is. It's more just recognizing that this is not a battle that is either winnable or really worth fighting. Agreed. Is that fair? Like, are we are we off base with this? I just think that this isn't something that you should. As I say, you no, can't and you, you you can check in on it. Like, you can see if in six months, a year, two years, your friends have gotten to the point naturally over time, or some of them, yeah. you know, grow more invested or less invested and things like that. But it sounds like at the position you're currently at, it is just not worth pursuing. Yeah. And you're gonna have to bite your tongue on some stuff when some guy thinks that you know lightning, like some random three mana burn spell, is totally insane in Legacy or whatever. Mm. You're gonna to have to bite your tongue on that, and, th- and you can disagree with them, but you, and like, but you do risk coming across as a sanctimonious asshole because they think, you know, oh, Lord Daphne's hyper invested. They're you know, they're crazy about magic. They're all this podcast and stuff. They're just a try hard and all this yeah. stuff, and they they can write that off very easily. Mm. Yes, that's the thing. Like they have a lot of ways to just immediately disregard what you're saying without ever really properly thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I've just I've just pulled up all the. Um, like the mythics from Zendikar, because I, I want some. I want to. I want to talk about some actual examples where I think this would happen. And the the first card that strikes me uh, with this is uh, Angel of Destiny. So it's a five mana two six, right? Mm-hmm. Flying double strike. Whenever a creature you control deals damage, you gain that much life. So it gives you a weird triggered lifelink ability, mm-hmm. right? And then the, at the beginning of your end step, if you have fifteen more life than your starting total, each player that the Angel of Destiny attacked loses the game. Yeah. Now, this card has seen basically no play. Because it's Casual trash stuff. card, but but it's a cool it's a cool card. Yes, and it's the sort of card that people look at and go, "This is unbeatable," right? Because they immediately don't see any problem with being at thirty five life on turn five, resolving this card, untapping, attacking with it, having it hit, and ending the turn. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't actually. It doesn't actually have to hit. You just have to attack with it. Right? That's true. But then them getting to their end step again at thirty five life, right? And there are so many ways for that to be unpicked. It's right? not just that. There's if 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 you're if you're resolving a creature for five mana mm. that are and then are able to survive a turn and able to attack with it, there are way better things to be doing. Yeah, Terror of the Peaks. Mm-hmm. If you untap with Terror of the Peaks, you usually win the game, right? Mm-hmm. Just because you can, even if they kill the next turn, you've usually obliterated their board or dealt them fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. So, but Angel Angel Destiny is the, the card that people look at, and they're just like, "How can anyone like how, this card is a mistake? This mm-hmm. this is the sort of thing that's just unbeatable. You put it in a life gain deck. Oh, you put your bloody you know your your heal not healers hawk. That's not legal and standard. But you know what I mean? Like the Ajani's Pride Mate type cards, the yeah, Hallowed, yeah. whatever it is. All those dumb cards, and and never. And you're just like, well, it's not any. It's a like sorcery speed tap out threat that dies to Doomblade, and you're just never going to. But but people aren't going to hear that, man, because they imagine themselves winning the game with their sweet Angel of Destiny life gain deck. Best and, case scenario mentality, man. That's it. Best case scenario mentality, just this magical Christmas land thing where, where re- the reality of the situation doesn't hit them hard around the back of their head and and then and they're not going to see it. And, and you know what, Lord Daphne? I don't think... If Luis Scott Vargas is not helping them see that, I don't think you're going to. I don't, I don't mean that against... I don't, that's not a knock against you. You know, you're obviously, again, you've got a great taste in podcasts. You've got great mm-hmm. taste in podcasts. <laughs> that's one thing I know about you. But... Um, well, 50-50. They, they seem to listen to limited resources. So that's like, you know... That's true, not, actually, not, not yeah. everyone's perfect. 
they are capable of at least listening to some podcasts that are good. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's definitely a big feather in the cap. But I just think this is a battle that's not worth fighting. And I'm sorry right. if that feels like a cop-out, but that's I think it's a good bit of advice for, for more, more generally as well. Right. I think we've strayed too far off the beaten path here. In the last couple of minutes, we read the text of a magic card and used the phrases best case scenario mentality and magical Christmas life. very dangerous. What's happening at this point? We've lost our way, Dennis. We've lost our way. We've Can lost I tell our you way. something that I heard this week that I think you'd appreciate? Go on. There's a phrase you can use in any meeting. Especially the meeting has multiple people in it. I'm really looking where you cannot so be listening to the meeting at all. Oh, really? You can say this phrase oh, and my goodness. everybody will agree with you. Oh, oh, I, I can't. Because I, 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 do, do you ever find stuff that you, like on the internet, you scroll through because you know it's going to make you angry and annoy you, mm-hmm. right? Like I find, you know, I go to like Twitter accounts, stuff like bigots getting owned. And I'm like, I'm ready to get really cross here at what people are saying, right? marketing speak and like corporate jargon and that sort of stuff every time i i can't tear myself away from it this oh, isn't even like this, 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 like this isn't even that this is this is a step above that this is pure psycho i could have used this several times at this podcast it would have been perfectly fun well are you sure you want to share it because now i'm going to be on alert every time you, i hear you say I'm not, I'm not, the phrase is yeah i mean i think it's just about finding a balance Like, we're talking here, but if I was like, yeah, I mean, I think it's just about finding a balance. He'd be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, we, if, we, if we scroll back up, um, you know, you know, should I talk to my boss about him talking on the phone while he's pooping? Yeah, Is that too it's professional? Just finding a balance. It's just about finding a balance. Yeah. You know? Was, you know, was I an asshole for, like, sharking my friend? Like, for sharing a collection? Uh, yeah, it, well, honestly, it's just about finding a balance. It totally works. It works in every situation. But here, it's not about finding a balance. It's not. Well, it is because what you got to do is, is you got to balance your own expectations of what mm-hmm. you want to do, friends, the and also balance. Means nothing, Riley. It is pure cold reading. It lets you fill in the gaps. It's amazing. It's very good, Dennis. Yeah, I mean, it's just about finding a balance. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's about finding a balance. Oh, that's very, that's very, very good gear. All right, well. To everyone listening to this podcast, if you're on a, on your weekly or your daily stand up or whatever on Zoom, right, and you hear someone say that, you know they're playing League of you Legends on the it. second one. <laughs> you know they're bloody ganking from River with Warwick, aren't they? Oh yeah, baby! Unbelievable. All right, we've got an LGS horror story, Dennis, that I want to share. Um, I don't know if you had the chance to read this. I'm going to give you oh, an it's, out. It's th- it's three paragraphs. It's a longer no one. No way. It's a longer one. It comes in from. Re- Tom. I'm going to close my eyes. Read it to me. And this one is, uh, I, I, Dennis, I get the sense you're going to be very frustrated by this because it really, oh boy, it's got, some, I, should, it's, should, got, should I, it's got some real sting on it. Should I get some sandalwood and some sage? Am I going to be incensed? <laughs> I can't stand incense. It makes you angry? Makes you I just enraged, don't like it. You, I, it, it, it. I do it get incenses incense, incensed over incense. Um, I had a housemate move into an old share house I used to live in and he just started burning incense in the common areas without asking. And I was That's like, suspicious. can you, oh no, he smoked a bunch of weed. Okay, that's not suspicious. There was no suspicion to it. He smoked a whole bunch of weed. And I kept on being like, can you do... Okay, I understand you're doing it in your room. And I understand that me... Like, this is, again, this is one of these battles that is not worth fighting, right? There's no way that I was going to get him to not smoke weed in the house, right? But at least I was like, can you please not light incense? Because I would rather the the weed stank. I really would. I hate incense that much. Anyway. You know our friend James? James Keating, he does uh, cover shot fireball and and a bunch of the content stuff. Yep, yep, yep. He told me he used to live with a guy... Um, who I remember as he, as, he, as he said did not have very long hair which is about to become relevant this guy used such an insane amount of hairspray oh James, uh, James was like he would go through a can of hairspray every other day no what and James I mean had to Dennis be like, I'm a pretty vain dude and I've got some real issues when it comes to my hair but I, I would say that I'm lucky to get through a can of hairspray in a month yeah and he, and he had to be he had to be like dude this is a fire hazard yeah. One one rogue spark, and we're gonna go up like a fried turkey on Thanksgiving. Like there is no hope. That's terrible. And also, like it's soaked. Like when I when I um, it's not bad for the hair, environment. <laughs> oh, I have to put the like the fan on, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm doing like you know gulps of air from outside the bathroom, <laughs> yeah, right? Like because fish, it's yeah. so it get yeah. Oh, that's awful. Jeez, you're talking about incense. I was about to offer it for you to smell a candle I have here on my desk. What's it smell like, Dennis? Put it up to the microphone. <laughs> oh wait, do you put it at the microphone or the camera? Oh wow! It smells just like what's it? Is it smell like? Is that quince? Spiced like, quince. Spiced quince. Wow, that's a good. That's nice. That's actually I hate scented candles as well. I Megan got one recently. It was very annoying. She came home from um, the shopping trip and she brought out a scented candle, and I was ready to hate it. And I was ready to be like, nope, nope, no, 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 can't because they're so cloying and dense. Yeah, the yeah. smell, right? Um, and then uh, she lit it, 
and I had to eat my words because they actually smell quite nice. What was the scent? Uh, I think it was generic white girl. Excuse me? <laughs> I think it was just like white girl flavor. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, that, you know that smell. You know that smell that like just like white girls love. It doesn't smell like a... Doesn't smell Caucasian like a, doesn't woman. smell like a Caucasian woman. No, it's just this. It's the white girl smell. <laughs> it's messy buns and Christmas lights. It's messy buns and 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 like lights, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. that's a smell, Dennis. Don't sit there and pretend that's not a smell, dude. I do love vanilla candles. Put that in my veins. Mm. No, 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 no. I don't think that's how you're supposed to consume candles, Dennis. Well, I, I know I, they I, melt, I, but you. I don't want. Just- I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to eat too many because it's a lot of calories. Here's a question for you: Where does it go? Where do candles go? I feel like I know the answer to this. Like, you get dribbly candles that get, have the little wax that sort of goes there and you can make new candles out of it. But where do, where do, where do they go? Where do the rest of them go? Uh, whatever's in it, just the oil in it just combusts and turns into carbon dioxide, I guess. That doesn't sound real. <laughs> that would be my best guess. I don't really know. It's like one of those things, like when you, this is an old Calvin and Hobbes joke, but like when you put bread in the toaster, where does the bread go? Because the toast comes out. Yeah. What do you put in the toaster, Riley? Toast. No. You put bread in a toaster, and then right, it disappears, and then toast comes out a couple of minutes later. Yeah, it, it, it costs one bread. Yeah, to get one piece of toast. It's a one. But I don't know. Bread. I don't know what happens to it. Are they are they bread eating goblins that that like crap out toast that come like I don't I don't I crap don't out toast. They're on their they're on the phone to corporate while they're making toast. While they're making <laughs> toast, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, LGS horror story. Tom. Yes, I got my incense <clears throat> ready. <clears throat> I helped me LGS run its pre-release events, Tom writes. At the Throne of Eldoran pre-release Saturday uh, noon event, I had a semi-regular show up, and when I handed out the kits, he proceeded to move towards the back of the room when I started uh, time for deck construction. It's like a deposition. At the Throne of Eldoran pre-release Saturday noon event. Yes, it's it's very specific. Regular goes back to build, yep. I asked him to stay towards the front of the store instead because I didn't want Magic players taking up too much store space since we have 45 players. He whines, but I compromise that he can take my table, which is where I take the match results and post pairings, and is near the front so I can keep shenanigans to a minimum. By shenanigans, Tom means cheating. I guess so. Just keeping an eye on people. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. This, this sounds like a hobby store that may have had like multiple, maybe it's like or, a Warhammer, yeah, or Warhammer maybe, zone. Maybe or, shoplifting. Yeah, okay. Okay. Also a very good point. <clears throat> anyway, this bloke's up the front on, the, on basically the scorekeeper's desk here. He opens his kit... One pack at a time. I mean, that's normal. It's very difficult to open six booster packs in, in one go, but one pack at a time. I don't and, do it. And lays each card from pack one individually over the course of the next 10 minutes. He continues with this. Each pack, not sorting any of the cards like red with red cards, combat tricks, or curve, nothing like that. Just every single card in its own space. I give 45 minutes for deck construction since there are lots of younger players and some need help from parents to open and build. But I had to warn him he had five minutes less when he was opening, Dennis, his fifth or sixth pack. He whines again, but I'm warning him to be fair since he is the last one building. So right now we've got four and a half packs of individually laid out cards. No piles, right? So this is now, I have to imagine, going over the glass display cases. Some balancing on the top of the register. Putting some in the shelves of like the, you know, of of the Coke machine. Like... Oh, dear. I walk back to the events computer and generate round one pairings and notice that he happens to be the round one buy. That was a stroke of luck. My goodness. When the time expires, mm-hmm. I post the pairings and he's still looking over his cards. I tell him the round, he's the round one buy so he doesn't have to worry about rushing. He says, cool. And then asks if I'll watch his kit and then leaves to go and get food, Dennis, <laughs> before opening his last pack. I'll save this one for later. I oblige, but I'm a little annoyed that he was so worried about his deck building uh, and then just leaves to go and eat. He then shows up late to round two and continues to complain for the rest of the tournament that he didn't have enough time to build his deck, which, by the way, ended up being a 78-card, four-colour food deck. This is an alien. This is a lizard person in human skin. Yes, trying to... as Fall in light of the spaceship, like Mr. Bean. Yes. I wandered over to an LGS and I said, one ticket to your finest human entertainment event, please. Yes. And then has looked around, like covertly licking their eyeballs to keep them mm-hmm, moist, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Looked around and seen everyone else. Ah, they, they seem to be laying out their cards in piles very, very well. I shall do the same. One, two, three. Yes. Three again. And then they're sitting there. You're the round one by and they mm. go, cool. And they look outside. They see a couple of flies buzzing out of trash can. They go, I'll be back shortly. <laughs> 
<laughs> see a little cockroach scuttering amongst the yeah, way. Yeah, they, they, they eat some bugs and a passing senator, and then yeah. they're back. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then they're back to. Do- I can't. I just. I don't know what planet this. Do you know what really upsets me about this the most? Is it every single detail? It's everything. But there are there is a word or a compound word that is really getting to me the most here, Dennis. What's that? A semi regular. If this person were new, That's if this true. person were like come in and said, "Oh, I would like to play a Magic the Gathering a deck master game, please." You go, "Fair enough." You don't know anything about it. You don't know your ass from your elbow when it comes to de- whatever. Right? That's fine. You need the time. You take the time you need. If this person is semi regular, they should know, like the fundamental basics of just opening boosters, Dennis. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm, opening mm-hmm. boosters. Boosters. <laughs> I, d- I don't understand what planet this person lives on. And I cannot believe Tom must have the patience of a saint. How? Saint Tom over here, man. How can you, de- how can you deal? How can you deal with someone so cloth-headed? How can you deal with someone whose ears are clearly painted on? This is, this, I can't, I'm just so frustrated by this, mate. I'm so frustrated by this. I'm looking up just one second. Um, this is related to okay. this, what we're talking about. I've never, I've never, exper- I've, I've experienced some pretty, frustrating pre, pre-release pre one of the worst pre-releases I ever went to was with this power tripping judge I think I've told this story before who yeah, handed out deck lists uh, deck list submissions so we had to we had to like write a deck list for our pre-release thing it, the it t- deck construction took two hours this bloke would have been bloody loving it because mm. he would have had all the time in the world to bloody to make his oh I guess it would have taken him an hour and a half to write his 78 card four color food deck but um so this, I found it. I couldn't um, deal with this. Go ahead. I found it, Riley. Uh, Thomas is patron saint of uh, many, among many other things. Uh, it turns out India, a couple of regions of Italy, and mm-hmm. um, patience when organizing Magic the Gathering events. So it is there in the wiki. That makes sense. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah sure. Sure. Like Saint Lawrence is the uh, is the patron saint of like comedians and 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 chefs. Saint Thomas is the patron saint of just weird lizard folk coming into playing a trading card game on a the weekend. Old- you know there is a saint here that people still pray to regularly in Ireland. Is it Saint Patrick? No. Saint Anthony. Really? Mm-hmm. Who's Saint Anthony? Saint Anthony is the patron saint of lost things. So if you can't find your car keys, you say a prayer to Saint Anthony. Oh, that's very. I like that. That's a very specific patronage. That's very pagan. <laughs> honestly, I like, I like that a lot. No, it's like you know in Discworld there is um. Uh, uh, I think it's anointer, anointer, or something like that. The patron saint of things stuck in drawers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The patron god of things stuck in drawers. Yeah. Which Saint Anthony of Padua, patron saint of lost and stolen articles. Oh, well, maybe he could Damn. tell me where my, where my Pikachu pocket pal is. <laughs> I still wonder what happened to it, man. What's the worst thing you've ever lost? Oh, I mind's, it's, mag- it's, mind's magic. It's my Pikachu pocket pal. It's not even what close. Is it, what is a Pikachu pocket pal? It's a Tamagotchi with a Pikachu. It had a color screen and it said Pika. It had like one voice line, right? And I got it for my, mm. I think, 12th birthday. And it was one of my most treasured possessions, right? For about a week. And then it disappeared and I don't know what happened. I have lost the same commander deck twice. That's pretty bad. I had my commander deck stolen from me at GP Vegas. Sean yeah. Fireball, like, it was right when I started working with Sean Fireball. Yeah. And it was stolen from a backstage area, which was funny because the deck was like next to like tens of thousands of dollars of like recording equipment. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it's that hundred dollars Andrew deck. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, Mashi was like, "We'll replace it for you. Don't worry about it." Because it was yeah. sort of backstage, like no problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I lost it somewhere on a plane, I believe. Very upsetting. Next to hundreds of thousands of aviation equipment, Dennis. Right? Yeah, they could have just ripped out the. You know, they could have stolen a seven four seven. Instead, they stole some, your some, Yeah, an aileron. How much is an aileron worth? How much is an aileron worth? I still think about the pocket Pikachu. I still think actually? about it. I, I honestly, I honestly do. Do you know what the wor- one of the worst things about it was? My parents huh. were like, "Don't take it to school; you'll lose it." Uh, so I couldn't tell them. Uh, so what did you do? I just didn't. Well, I, I, my parents were not super engaged with my hobbies at any point as, when I was a child, so I don't think they ever noticed. But I just didn't tell them that I'd lost it. That is very upsetting, Riley. Yeah. So I just, I just, they, they never were like, oh, how's that? You know, how's that little Tamagotchi thing we got you? I just never, I never brought it up. But it was really mm. sad. And I'm not sure if it was stolen or if I just lost it. I'm pretty sure it was stolen. But, I mean, I don't want to do that thing I do always on this podcast where I name the person who I think stole it. Who do you think stole it? Full name and address. It was Jerry Jurek. I'm pretty sure it was Jerry. What is Jerry Jurek? That's a he, fake name. Uh, maybe it's probably Jurich, actually. Probably, yes. Jurich. Yeah. Jurich. That's Jurich. a very, from my end of the woods name. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, um, he, well, his, his father's name was Vladimir. What? So, yeah, 
His father's name was Vladimir Juric. Or Juric. How do, you, how do you spell it? How do you spell his name? J-U-R-I-C. Why are we doxing people Juric, on my- Juric, You know yeah, what? That's... I don't actually have a lot of sympathy for Jerry Juric because he was one of the most insufferable people in the class. One of, look, very, one, of my, one of my very good uh, family were very good friends with back home is Juric, which is very, very similar. I hope he's grown up to be a better person than he was when he was a child because one of my most- Would you like to hear my most- um, my most my strongest memory with Jerry, right? Hit me. Was one time in PE, we were doing it in the gym, and he was sitting, right, with his fists like stuffed in his ears, right? His mm-hmm. his hands like blocking his his ears off, right? Just mm-hmm. yelling. Just yelling like blah, 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 like that. Just contributing to the overall noise level with his own fingers stuffed in his ears. What? Why? That was that that's just how Jerry rolled, dude. That's just how Jerry so. rolled. You know what? I don't mind. I don't mind Doxon in that case. <laughs> yeah, he was not. He was not a fun kid. To he was. He was a pretty horrendous bully. Anyway, I've just doxed him live on this Tin Pot podcast. So sorry, Jez. Hope you're doing better these days than you used to be. Because <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, are we done? Is that it? We've doxed I someone. It. I think we've ticked all the boxes, right? We we got to talk about some video games, but yeah, I think we're good. We we I I mean we we did everything else we needed to do. There was only one thing remaining, and that was for me to dock someone from my childhood. So I've done right, that. I can't now. find it. I'm sorry. I've tried very hard. I've the last ten minutes. I've been scaring eBay to buy you a Pikachu Pocket Pal. Oh, Dennis, you didn't. No, I I oh no, I did not need. No, that would have ruined. Oh, mate. I really want to know my poor pocket Pikachu pal. You know what I did? Like, I tore my room apart trying to find it. I can get it shipped from the US. Do you know what I did? I ripped up the central heating grate in my room. Like, What the hell? What? Well, I had to, like, remove it without my parents noticing. But I was like, maybe. I don't know how it could have fallen through the grate. The the things were, like, a centimeter wide. Like, maybe Mm. it's in there. I don't know. Panic. Prop. Pure panic. Like, it was... There is one here that's not in the packaging. I don't really trust. Dennis, I don't need a, a pocket. Is this what we're looking at? This is what we're talking. I'm going to share screen with you. This is what we're talking. I don't about. need a pocket thing? Pikachu, pal. This little guy. Oh, that's exactly it. It's like a, a sort of a weird egg-shaped Game Boy type yeah. thing. I did find one from the US, still in packaging. Yeah, shake it, take it, wear it, move it. Yep, your own little pocket Pikachu. I think it was the pocket Pikachu pal two though, because it was. Oh, it, okay, sorry. It sorry. had a clear. I'll make, I'll make sure. I'll make sure it's the right one. It was sorry. a. It sorry. was a. It sure. wasn't yellow. It had a. Um, it had a I clear did see, gray thing, I think. I did see one that looked like that one. Yeah, second. It was it, here a second. Little ago. gray thing like that. But yeah. um, this. Get, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Wow. 80 euros up from 50. That's uh that's Golden a, Silver oh, Edition. Oh, mate. I'm, oh, I can't. I can't deal with this, dude. I can't deal with this. This is the. Okay. Dennis is zooming in on it now. Yep. There he is. A little Pikachu. Riley, why don't you why don't you love I me? I do love the I love this little <laughs> Pikachu, and I'm I'm sorry that you got stolen. But you know what? I'm going to retract that it was Jerry that stole it. I'm not I'm not retracting the other stuff I said about him because he was kind of insufferable to be around as a as a kid, as as was I most of the time. But um, I do retract the idea that he stole it because I mean, statute of limitations. So he's right, not going down go, for it these days. No, let's let's just go. Let's just go the other route. Okay, are we going to try to find Jerry? I can't. I'm just dox, searching we Jerry. Can't dox someone live on this bloody. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Anyway, hope you're doing well, Jezza. Um, what are you playing, Riley? Halo 2 with me, right? <laughs> let's talk about our uh, our wild strategy, our wild solution. Let's talk about what's been going on in the world of of Riley and Dennis as part of our secret podcast within the podcast, Charizard Me a River. Dennis, we've been playing a lot of Halo, but there's been a purpose behind our Halo playing. There's been a big fat porpoise, yes. That was an invitation, Peter, for you to say what it was. Oh, to get up earlier. Yeah. So Dennis and I yes. had trouble getting up early in the morning. So this was a, an idea of Dennis's that has actually worked out reasonably well so far. Yeah. So basically, Riley and I both had this problem where we were staying up way too late. Uh, I'm talking like wouldn't get to sleep till like two or three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then conversely, sleeping in until like 10 or 11 the following day. And I was yep. like, Riley, we got to get up early. And yep. I'm going to do it this way. Here's what we're going to do. Getting up at 8.30. Getting up at 8. Play your games at 8.30 every morning. Yep. Forced us to get up. Me and you play Halo. Mm-hmm. And we did it. And it's been working. It's been working reasonably well. Uh, one of the things that has really been the spur to my flank is that when my alarm goes off at 8.25, I don't get up. Like Dennis gets up and cooks himself breakfast. I get out of bed and walk straight to my computer. 8.25, rub and sleep out of my eyes, right? But one of the things that really got me out of bed, which is I think something I've struggled with my entire life. I hate getting out of bed in the morning. Is I couldn't give Dennis the victory. Mm-hmm. I could not give Spice. Dennis Spice the, get you out of bed, mate. the satisfaction of of eight thirty one. Right, 
him messaging me being, or posting on Twitter probably saying like, where is Riley, right? And this is the problem because Dennis has been late every single time, mm-hmm. right? By only a minute or two to begin with, right? Dennis has then gone on to be like, hey man, can we do nine o'clock tomorrow, right? And in today's situation, right? He was like, let's just let's just bin it today because we're recording smart. And I was like, mm-hmm. no worries. And Dennis pays no cost for this. No. Dennis pays no... I don't know how he has set up our friendship in a way that he doesn't pay a cost for this sort of thing, but he just doesn't pay a cost. Whereas if I were to say, hey, man, I, I actually kind of feel like asleep in this morning. Let's just let's just push it back to 10.30 or whatever. Or if I, if I turned up at 9 o'clock instead of 8.30, oh, boy, would the world hear about it. Here's the thing, Riley. Go on. I can always spin it. Yeah. Just like you did last week where you made me out to be a bad friend. People are going in. People are going to channel5.com, right? And typing in Riley bad friend as a coupon code, thinking that that is the smart coupon code, but none of us were. Like, I I can't. So anyway, go on. Could you actually go in and use code sleepy Riley? That'd be great. Actually, I'd appreciate that. (laughs) Terrible. Anyway, go on. I feel like, here's the thing. I set up this thing to try and help you with your um, sleeping problem. Help us, mate. It's mutual. Uh, Well, you know. I mean, I, I don't really need to get up earlier, so it's fine for me. But I'm happy to do you it to help. You the one who suggested this, dude. To do it to help. And look, here's the best part. By me showing up late a little bit every day and stuff, mm. you get to feel like the winner. You understand? So you're getting enjoyment out of getting up early. Really, I'm doing you even an even bigger favor. Okay. And I just I just can't. Because I'm just too... St. Tom, patron saint of patient LGS owners. St. Anthony, patron saint of lost and stolen articles. St. Dennis, patron saint of being a good friend. You mean St. Saint-Denis. Saint Denis, Saint Denis, Saint Denis, the patron god of just patron saint of just the most Blood ridiculous pressure. spin. It's so <laughs> frustrating. It's so frustrating because I want to enjoy this moral victory against you, but I'm just too like I'm going to sound like my head is a long way up my own ass by saying this, but I'm just too good natured. I don't want to rub this into you. I don't want to make you feel bad that you're getting there late because I appreciate you getting up to play like games with me early in the morning, mm-hmm. and then you just take the P one double five by getting up. Like half an hour late, and I can't do anything about it. <laughs> you know what? I'm the good you, friend because you get the satisfaction anger. of vexing me while still getting up at nine o'clock, which is reasonable. Yep, and I get the satisfaction of giving the covenant what for. I mean, what are your thoughts on Halo? You weren't a big fan of Halo One. It was fine. It's just dated and mm-hmm. a little bit weird, and a little bit boring, and a little bit very repetitive. Yeah, the the old. Um, I mean, there are some cracking levels, right? For mm-hmm. Second level, amazing. Yeah, that was good. when you first landed the Halo. Zipping mm-hmm. around the war dog. Love it. Beautiful. Revolutionary. Uh, library? Eh. Not so much. Probably probably could have shaved off a couple of those flaws. A couple of those 10 minutes. Now, we played on Legendary as well, which made it we much more time-consuming than it usually is. Yeah, and now we're playing Halo 2 on, on Heroic because Dennis chickened out because he couldn't play it on Legendary anymore. Oh, Dennis had to change the difficulty down to Heroic. Oh. No, I just made it too long. I just it wanted does, to minimize yeah. the amount of time I'd spend with you playing the game mostly. Wow, so. yeah. So what was that, Saint-Denis, patron saint of good being good friend, and also <laughs> just like ferocious no. burns? Halo 2 I've enjoyed much, much more. It's much tighter, it feels yep. much, handles much better, yeah. and feels much much closer to a modern video game. Yeah, well, it is, literally. Yeah, Made, yep. made several years later. But no, no, I think they learned a lot of lessons from Halo 1, and they really refined it. I'm interested to get into the which is the best Halo debate. Uh, well, I, I'm currently very unqualified to be involved in that debate. I mean, but. I've played all of them. I haven't played Halo Five. I've played all of them up to five, um, and I can't really pick a part. I can't really pick a winner. I remember Halo Three being the most impactful, but that wasn't because of the gameplay. That was definitely just because of the story. I'm trying to find what else came came out in 2004. Halo, but I'm I'm really enjoying it. Like yeah. I think I think Halo Halo is a game that is the games that you used to play when you were a kid, and then you come back to. Right, and you're just like, wow, how, what, what did I ever see in this game? I'm not having that with Halo. I'm, I'm, I remember reading a thing about how the developers they wanted to generate the same 30 seconds of fun over and over again, and I think they do that. Cold War, Halo Two is very ahead of its time, actually. Yeah, it came out at the same time as Call of Duty: Finest Hour, which is very old. Yeah, For, yeah, and United Offensive. Yeah, it's very old. Now, Riley, go on. Here's where things are getting, inter- getting interesting. Yeah, because Halo came out in 2001. Yeah. Halo took it in 2004. Yes. And after we play Halo, you and I are going to play Metal Gear Solid. You We're going to play Halo 3. We're going to play Halo 3. Yes. We're going to play Halo, Halo 3. We've got to finish yeah. the fight. And then Halo 4 and reach an ADST. <laughs> so uh, finish well, the fight. I, like, we, can pl- do, we can play them straight away or we can like come back to them. I, li- I think I'd like to backburner them. Pardon? I, I think I'm fine with backburnering them for a bit. I think we'll, I think we'll, we'll move away from Halo. and we'll c- Because Halo 4 is like... Um, 
it's like a Return of the Jedi yeah, yeah. type into the Force Awakens type deal, right? Like there's a very clear story break there. And ODST and Reacher, oh, they're really good, but they're not like, they're like- um, They're spin-off games. They're spin-offs, yeah, exactly. They're Rogue so, One and Solo. Exactly. And they're really good, like Reach particular, but um, I, wouldn't, I don't mind coming back to them. But yes, we've got exciting plans after we finish Halo 3. Because, and the reason I'm excited is, Metal Gear Solid 1 never came out in 1998. Metal Gear Solid 2 came out in 2001. Metal Gear Solid 3 came out in 2004. So we can uh, have a direct comparison because Dennis mm. has conned me into uh, agreeing to play Metal Gear Solid. Now, we are playing the heavily remastered versions of, we're playing the Master Collection of 2 and 3. Yes. So there's a big difference. I've been playing on the old version a fair bit. Um, mm-hmm. And it is not a lot different to how I remember it being when I was like a teenager, but then again, Some, yeah, you know, I remember when I started playing the Age of Empires, I did a definitive edition. I was like, ah, this is exactly the same as it used to be, and then nope, it's not. It doesn't look anything like it. Um, but right, uh, something very embarrassing has happened to me just now. Just now, just now, what happened, Dennis? Nikki messaged me to say, "Christmas tree is here." The tree guy thought you were a dick because oh, no. she was like, "Oh yeah, no, sorry, my my fiance isn't there; he's working." Yeah, so he can't help bring in the tree. So yes, recording the podcast with you. And then she was like, Dennis, he heard you go, so not great. Not a good look. Does he think you do? I don't know, but apparently now he thinks some sort of weird voice actor, I hope. Or <laughs> just like scenario. a dickhead who wasn't actually working. That's here. the best case scenario. Yeah. Yeah, my boyfriend's through there working. He's clearly just dicking around and doesn't want to help me doesn't want to help me move this Christmas tree. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Anyway, I'm looking forward to playing Halo with you. I'm looking forward to MGS at some point as well. Are you, no, you're not. I don't think you really I are. really am, and I'll tell you why. One of the things that I've enjoyed with with you playing Halo is, I mean, look, this isn't a unique experience to me. Halo was a definitive video game experience for, for you know, millions around the world, right? Right. But I've enjoyed watching you experience cultural greatness for the first time. And something that's, that, why I want to, like, that's why I want to play Metal Gear with you. Like, Metal Gear isn't even a, call, isn't even a multiplayer game. But, and, and this is it, right? We are now doing more or less the opposite of that. Whereas, whereas, And one of the reasons I'm happy to play MGS is because it is a... If you were like, oh, Riley, I want you to play, you know, like, I don't know, Thief. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I've heard of that game. It's good. It's fine. It, like, it's, but it's not, on, it's not on the Wikipedia list of video games that is considered the greatest, you know? Mm-hmm. And MGS fine. is, to be fair. And MGS is. And one of the reasons I want to play it is because it is a cultural st- touchstone of the world in which you and I live, right? And It'll be like when you played League for a little bit and let you understand a lot more jokes exactly. and references. Exactly. And I can, I'll tell you this. Never would have played League without you. Never would, never would play MGS without you as well. Never would, I never would go into these games unless I had someone there who had like a I don't real think passion. I would have played Halo without you. I, I, like, I did not have that. I was not short on opportunities to play Halo. And that's it. I've, I've, I've never been short on opportunities to play MGS, but I've never been interested in it. So having someone there to sort of hold, like, hold my hand a little bit during the... This sort of co- this this dive I'm doing into a new. It's culture. a cultural exchange. We're doing a cultural exchange. That's what a it childhood is. cultural exchange. And I may not be that interested. Like the I, I like stealth. I used to play stealth. I used to play Splinter Cell and stuff when I was a kid. And, and if it's anything like that, then that'll be fun. But like it that's is. not what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to now like being able to have a talk to you about like Solid Ocelot and Revolver Three Seven and and <laughs> you know Metal Gear Solid. Like the, as they go on, they become less and less games and more and more choose your own adventures. Well, we've got we've don't get any choice. We've locked in one and two. <laughs> But beyond mm-hmm. that, it's going to be tricky because I might no to- two two and three come together. Two and three come together on the pl- on the PC. The HD collection is two and three, which you can play on PlayStation now. Yeah, yeah, but that's what we're, that's what I'm saying. We're going to have a tricky time. To, like that, the other ones are lo- the ones that we can play on PC are locked in. The other ones will have to do a little bit of yes, 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 yes but yes, yes, yes. we'll make it work. And one if, is the easiest. Yeah, anyway, if anyone yeah. has any advice on how to play MGS on a computer without, I access would like to- Riley to play the HD collection remaster of Metal Gear Solid 2 as opposed to Metal Gear Solid 2 Substance which got a PC release in like 2003 and I think the best way for him to do that is to get a PlayStation Now subscription and play it on his PC if anybody else with the in-depth knowledge of this incredibly specific problem yes. has a better idea please let us know in the yes. Discord but we- I think that's the best way to go about it <laughs> we need a podcast that is hello everyone and welcome to the the PC MGS playing years later advice podcast. That's what we need. Yeah. Have. Metal Gear Smarled. That's not bad. Metal Gear Smarled. That's not even that unreasonable when it, when, when it comes to Kojima names. Scramia. All right. We'll let dinner sit on this one. We'll be back next week. With it's, the- Fox, it's Fox time, your river. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll be back next week uh, with uh, with more... 
Smart Nonsense, thanks for tuning in. It's been great to have you, of course. And uh, thanks to everyone who is submitting their questions, queries, and quandaries. And Shark Tales. <laughs> I wonder how long it would last. Three weeks, apparently. Um, we'll catch everyone next week. Thanks to Joachim Karad for the music. Thanks to Channel Fireball for the money. And... <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> and thanks to Dennis... <laughs> Uh, for just I, can't, I was trying to think of another M word for the magnificent friendship um, we're done that's it adios stay fresh cheese bags <laughs> <laughs>